Welcome to Inside the Economy with SHNJ. Presented by Larry Howes of Sharky, Howes, and Jaber. Learn more about Sharky, Howes, and Jaber at shwj.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, well, uh, good morning. A uh, quick look at the numbers here this January 4th. The uh, Probably the most notable that uh, durable goods numbers have gone flat, and that's just not just transportation anymore. That's pretty much everybody. ISM survey has dropped a little bit more again. Uh, whenever it's below 50, that is more not a retraction, but it's certainly slowing. The non-manufacturing ISM continues to do well even though it has slowed a little bit. Uh, The GDP came in at 2. It will probably round out third quarter estimates around 2. Right now we're clocking probably right at 2, 1.9 for the fourth quarter. We'll see those numbers in another month or so. Uh, The CPI had a tiny little seasonal bump in the headline inflation, half a percent. Core remains about 1.92. The PCE remains at 1.3. It is very solidly at 1.3, and we'll talk more about inflation here in a minute. Nothing exciting in jobless claims or unemployment. Crude oil in the middle 30s, even with the uh, slight increase we're seeing today with uh, grumpy behavior in the Middle East. Uh, The euro briefly hit 109 last week. It's back to 108 this morning. And the uh, Treasury yield curve, for those of you who are entertainingly watching the yield curve, it is now textbook perfect once again. Since we had an increase in Fed funds rate, we don't have the bottom of the yield curve on the line. It's just perfect. And the likelihood of another rate increase in 2016 is probably okay. Uh, It just won't be much. Maybe another 25 beeps. So the market has no interest in lots of increases. Some of the rumors about having 1% a year for the next three years are probably erroneous. The market wouldn't accept that. This is indicative of the 25 basis points was a non-event. Another 25 might have a little impact on the yield curve. It had almost no impact on mortgages. We're starting 2016 where we were in 2015. You can still get a 30-year mortgage at 4 uh, well, more on interest rates later. But uh, those of you that need a quick reminder, this interesting chart here is basically an inflation cycle. This is a 50-year inflation cycle. Uh, in the U.S., uh, it started in the 60s with dependence on oil, the cost of Vietnam, war, so on and so forth. And it wasn't until the Volcker regime in the 80s that finally busted the inflation phenomenon. And what most investing careers and most investors right now have experienced in their economic life has been a declining interest rate environment. The 25-year battle against inflation ended about 2005. So from 1980 to 2005, We've had slowly decreasing rates, money getting cheaper, money being easier to borrow. And in an environment like that, valuations 
going up. Uh, we during the probably some interesting Fed fund raising in the latter part of the first decade, we did have a slowing of the money growth. But from 2010 on, we've been at zero. So if you had an interest rate in 1980 of, let's say, 20% and zero in 2012, you have beat inflation. So what do we have going forward? Well, we don't have another drop like that. We don't have another macro environment where things are going to be obviously, where money is going to be obviously cheaper. Valuations would be obviously increasing. We have a slightly different environment, new for most people. Uh, here's an example of what even what the federal government has done since 1980 when its debt gets cheaper and it's easier to borrow money. Uh, the trend that we had during the inflation cycle as a percentage of GDP, uh, we were decreasing the amount of debt we had. From 1980 on, we have increased it to where we are today, which is basically about 100% of GDP. A lot of that is based upon the fact that money got cheaper and money got easier. Uh, our borrowing has flattened, if not diminished a little bit. Uh, in 2016, I think the global refinancing is about $7 trillion. Uh, that should be relatively easy this year because money is cheap. Also from 1980 you'll notice that uh, corporate profits also do well when money is cheap and readily available. If you look at some of the widening of the yield curves in a lot of the bonds that we've looked at in 2015, it's very likely that money won't be getting cheaper. It will be probably getting slightly more expensive, not exorbitant, but slightly. That will have an impact on profits. When you have an impact on profits, you get an S&P 500, looks like this, and that's all of 2015, sort of flat with the beginnings of a correction. Now we have sort of a gloomy day today based upon what's going on in China, but that probably isn't substantive. Where you might see inflation, and inflation is the issue. Inflation is what drives rates, up or down. When you have increasing inflation, you have increasing rates and converse. So where we might find inflation, there is a tiny bit of wage push. Unit labor costs are eh, up 2%. Hourly earnings, and a lot of this has to do with some of the bump in minimum wage, are kind of trending up. Is this inflation generating wage push? Uh, no, it's not. Uh, manufacturing is slowing. It has been slowing since 2014. It is not collapsing or going into recession, but manufacturing activity is continuing to slow. As the other side of things, even in this particular example, the red is actually current prices paid, uh, is dropping. We'll talk about some deflation and disinflation here in a, in, a, in a minute. But the Philadelphia Fed is very much focused on prices. And there's very little pressure in a number like this. So 
for 2016 and kind of where we are right now, I think there's very little chance that U.S. inflation will reach the Fed's target rate at 2% in the near term, even with the continued improvement in wages and personal income. The inflation number is the driver for Fed fund increases. They're certainly capable of taking Fed funds from 25 basis points, quarter of a point, to half, maybe even three quarters in the next 12, 14 months. After that, I don't see where that would come from. Consumers are, are, uh, even with the improvement in wages and income, consumers are trending towards savings still rather than spending. I'm assuming that the Christmas numbers will be okay, but when you look at profitability, they are not great. We'll get to that in a minute. There'll be some wage pressure in 2016 as the labor market improves, and it is slowly improving. Uh, that'll have little influence on, uh, on CPI. There are virtually no retail segments posting price increases. Retailers are experiencing observable disinflation across the board in the aggregate. Price increases, the only place I saw them were in restaurants, drug stores, drug dealers, and some grocery stores, specialty grocery stores. Everything else, gas stations, obviously, non-store retailers, which are huge, that's the bulk of the Internet, electronic shopping, even specific in-store electronic shopping, all mail-order houses, and the bigger-than-you-might-imagine vending machine industry are all down. That is, uh, That will continue to be a drag on CPI, even if there is some recovery in the price of oil. Uh, some modest improvement in global economic growth will give some equity markets a boost. The U.S. will remain the bastion of quality and security and continue to hold the bulk of the world's investment assets. The dollar will remain strong and likely get a little stronger. So it's safe to assume that the markets in the U.S. will stay volatile along with the other advanced economies and... Yeah, hate to make a prediction about 2016, flatter, mediocre performance. Without improvements in earnings, it's hard to drive price of stock. The Eurozone economy should experience some benefit from the uh, European Central Bank's, I'll call it expansive monetary policies. So the majority of Europe's economy should expand in 2016. That's a nice way of saying that they should stop contracting uh, with the exception of Russia and Greece. Greece is back in recession, and, well, Russia doesn't matter. Uh, the U.K., Ireland, Spain, and Poland should outperform. The new government in Spain is, has delightfully forgotten about that whole austerity thing, so they're going to, to spend some money. Uh, the Bank of Japan, as usual, is continuing another easing policy, along with another package of policy changes probably positive for Japanese equities. Interesting enough that basically Japanese own Japanese equities and Japanese debt. Very few people outside of Japan. So doesn't matter a lot of what Japan does. Uh, don't expect substantial improvement in emerging market equities as an asset class just yet. Uh, some of the individual markets with better growth prospects and I'll say functional economic reforms, may surprise on the outside. 
When I say functional economic reforms, I'm meaning those specifically like Korea and Taiwan who have been trying to follow the example of the UK and Ireland. Very quick austerity, uh, tightening their budgets, paying off their debt as quickly as they can. Uh, I mean, the UK of the of the bigger developed economies is just a classic example of that. It's one of the reasons they're doing so well. Ireland is right behind them. It's going to take Korea, South Korea, a little longer, uh, and they're not going to be doing anything dramatic until they feel they've got their debt level under control. Uh, they have 150 billion or so to refinance this year, and that number is dropping. Uh, so in Asia, Taiwan, Korea, India, and the Philippines, probably worth watching. Mexico and Latin America and Poland and developing Europe. The Hong Kong A shares are still doing fairly well, even after a very trying year in the Shanghai markets, as we are having today. Uh, the changes occurring in China as it tries to adopt, and I'll say, transparency and confidence are going to be an ongoing and a lengthy process. 2016 is not going to see another great growth in the China realm, nor do we expect anything out of commodities in the near future. Uh, questions? Comments? Other than that, thank you. That's it.